Here we are again, Chris. Oh, hi, Tom. Living Room 101. Um, and um, do you think we should just get into it? <laughs> yeah. I think... Yeah, all right. Yeah? I think we should just get into it. Yeah, let's get into Did it. Did you then. notice that I didn't do an impression there? I'm really pleased that you didn't. Is it? Is it yeah. the era of impressions over? Uh, definitely not. Oh, God. But... I don't know. I wasn't happy with Billy Connolly last time. No, that wasn't. And didn't I didn't well. know if I could go back to David Frost. I thought you might get annoyed. Mm. And I wasn't really prepped. So you've kind of you're sort of in a you're in a sort of like um, preparation period where you're it's working something of, up. Yeah, it's a period of adjustment. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it is. I guess it's a kind of pre-production. Well, we can all sort of just bask in that period, really, can't we? Until we. Uh, well, all of us. Well, all of us um, who are on the receiving end of these impressions can, can, can bask in the, uh, the hiatus. Um, well, you can look forward to what's coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, therein lies the rub. But should we just get into it? Well, we should. Yeah. Okay. Go on, I think you should go first. Me sh- I should go first. Me should go first. <laughs> yeah. Me should go first. Um, see, drive. that was, see, impressions. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. See, if you just, you know, if you'd put mm. impressions in Living Room 101, yeah. we couldn't have done that, your no. impression. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, you didn't but suggest putting impressions in Living Room 101, but I feel like it wasn't that far off, because it was quite anti-impression, all that rhetoric from you earlier. Um, I'm not against impressions. Good impressions are good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll go first. Anyway, um, it's sort of related. I've never heard you do an impression. I do. I do the occasional impression, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't attempt to do one here. <laughs> I've just said I've never heard you do an impression when you did a Yoda impression a, less than a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Tom, I think we should just get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, okay. So this is not entirely unrelated. Um, it's basically. I mean, you're you you write as well as I do. Um, that's basically that that's could not, be. That, yeah. The yeah. meaning of that doesn't quite work, but um, you're a writer. I'm a writer, and whether we can call ourselves writers is a moot point, but um, <laughs> at this stage of our careers, but um, what I find really, really annoying and what I'd like to put in Living Room 101 Here we go. is um, my inability to, I think of an idea yeah, um, and I just can't, I've tried and I've tried to invent a system to sort of come up with something mm-hmm. whereby that idea is immediately translated into some kind of like onto my phone onto my notebook in the phone or like you know notebook I'm carrying around or whatever I can't do it it always yeah. and always what happens is this because <laughs> basically they come up like often they come up like you get an idea when you're talking to somebody else or they're talking to you and you've got that kind of like outside input that sort of comes in and it's a bit oh yeah and it sparks something creative off in your in your brain yeah sometimes and um you're like ooh a clown who works on a submarine <sighs> better get that noticed that'd be a great sitcom yeah um, that sort of thing that sort of thing yeah exactly mm-hmm. have you been reading my notes no they um oh god <laughs> that was nearly sick there <laughs> I was taking a sip of tea and um, anyway yeah and so like yeah it's that thing of like <laughs> not being able to remember these ideas and like it happens to me probably like three times a day <laughs> yeah not four <laughs> you said about three I did. sometimes does it only happen twice <laughs> yeah exactly um, um, or once <laughs> but never more than three 
Um, so you, like, yeah, and it's like um, it's it's so frustrating because um, I should have been able to come up with some device. I mean, or some, and what happens? Like, there is a device. Yeah, I know there's a device. But what I do is it goes in my brain, and I go, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, good. Yeah, no, I'll hang on to that. No, I'm still remembering it. And like, but obviously someone's talking to you or something like that or something. Yeah. And so, and then you kind of go, no, I will write that down. No, I just, you know, yeah. and you feel really, and then you get a sense of relief when you get the idea. I do. I get a sense of relief of like, mm-hmm. oh, actually, no, I can come up with creative ideas. Yeah, I'm not, it's I'm fuel not for your fire. Rubbish. Yeah, it's fuel for your fire. And you go, oh, I'm not rubbish. And I think it's, that's the problem because I sort of lull myself into a false sense of security of like going, <laughs> oh God, what a relief. I've actually thought of a, a half decent idea there. Um, you know what a relief that that's happened yeah and that sense of relief stops me from grabbing my notebook or grabbing my phone and like putting it down do you know what I mean yeah and, yeah um, yeah and then yeah. and then it'll and then the other thing that happens is like it'll probably I forget it and I go oh god there was something brilliant and I won't be able to remember it and then maybe like a day later or something like that or I'll be in the shower the next morning or something it'll just come to me mm-hmm. and then it just happens again yeah, you know, you're in the, the shower, and then the second time I go, oh, and I'm, but the second relief is so sweet because you kind of go, oh no, I did remember it, I have been able to remember it. Sorry, and it's then, okay. And then, it, but then you get like double relaxation, that t- like that you know means doubly you're not going to get it down into your notebook because you're so you're so like relieved about coming up with this idea again, and it just made me think of, um, I mean, this is not it's not really related, but it made me think of like. You know they say about like um, basically if you if you drown yeah mm. apparently um, what happens is like you come um, up with a great idea for a sitcom <laughs> yeah yeah um, that, that happens that's what I was gonna say it's good no um, no basically apparently like if someone drowns they come up once they come back up once like the body will come up back right up, right and then it'll sort of sink to the bottom of the sea forever you know yeah. Um, and it just feel, it sort of feels like that that it'll it'll surface right. once, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a couple of days later, and that it's that point that you need to grab that idea because it'll never ever come back to you ever yeah. again. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get that, Chris? I definitely, definitely get that. I well, I mean, like Larry David famously carries around a tiny notepad and is constantly writing things down. Right, but then. You know, you feel like Larry David has, has got the confidence. Just it doesn't matter who he's talking to; he's just going to write it down. I mean, well, you, you're and then right, you'd accept gonna... it with Larry David, wouldn't you? Because he's, you know, yeah, oh, no, yeah. Larry's writing a. Larry the irony David. is, it probably came to him one day. Hang on, I could do a sitcom where I kind of play a version of myself, and I'm quite rude. And then he'd yeah. have had to have written that down. Yeah. The thing about ideas is, you you never know if they're just complete, you know, swill. You yeah. know, nothing. Yeah. Or they're going to make you a, a multi-billionaire several times over. Yeah, but sometimes this is like just, it's just sort of ideas, like you might be working on a script and like it'll be an idea within that script. It's not necessarily like a big idea for a yeah. new show. Or for real. It's just like a, it's a something that, and that's because it's yeah. doubly galling because, you know, you could well be in that situation where you're sort of like, you've reached a bit of a block. Yeah, and and you're looking for an idea, and then that comes up, and you're going, "Oh, that's the thing." Yeah, that kind of unlocks yeah, yeah, something yeah. in a in a script that you're doing. That's oh. the thing, and then when that goes, you're just like, "Oh, you're why back have, to being locked." It's tricky. That it is tricky because ideas are precious, precious things, and it's actually valuing them properly, isn't it? It's yeah. like how to put it. It's like there are certain things that you need to. 
appreciate the value of, even though they have no like immediate monetary value. Like, I don't think we're always uh, aware of what we need to like concentrate on yeah. and really pin yeah. down in our lives and be like, no, this is the thing you should be focusing on. I guess so. Stop yeah. focusing on that. That's yeah. not important. This is what you focus on. I sometimes try and do it in my life where I'm like, in 20 years time, mm. looking back on now, mm. what are you going to be thinking about that you really should have been doing? Yeah. And I, I think that it is actually quite good. Mm. You can actually do that to a degree. I guess, but look, relatively speaking, I mean, sort of concentrating on what that other person is saying to you like in a conversation is probably as valuable as the idea that's come to you, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you think people are ever lulled into anything other than a false sense of security? <laughs> um, I've been, I suppose I've been lulled to sleep. Yeah. By... A lullaby. A lullaby, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but normally, yeah. normally, you're lulled into a false, false sense, sense of security. You are, you yeah. are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just sort of bring that up. No, that's, that's good. That's good. Um... So, if I put this into Living Room 101, are you going to suddenly become an incredibly yes. successful, inspiring writer? Oh. Well, that might be a byproduct of, <laughs> yeah, of, of it, but I think... Because I mean, I'd like I'll, that. Uh, what? I would like that. Yeah. I mean, at least, like, you know, at least I'll start remembering these ideas as a sort of first stage, you know. I mean, is this good for the world, or is this selfage? <laughs> <laughs> So that was a accidental portmanteau of selfish usage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is it selfish usage yeah. of living room 101? Is this just for you? Well, I was hoping that you might have had this. Oh, as well I see. And sort of think that you know that it, was your tactic. Um. It can, yeah. I mean, like you know, often it is. Oh, is it? That's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, did you enjoy my pigeon, by the way, that I sent you the other day? I did, I did. You know, are you going to explain that? Well, it was just on the other, um, on another podcast we were talking about <laughs> bad art in cafes. Yeah. And I was talking about these photographs in this cafe that one is just a massive blown up pigeon. Um, and another one is a tank with a BMX on which, but I sent, I sent you them to show you that these things exist. But I'll tell you the thing that really struck me about the photos. Yeah. The tank one with the BMX. Yeah looked exactly like I thought it would. But then I couldn't remember if either A, you'd sent it to me before, or yeah. B, my brain was doing some kind of weird retros you know, yeah, like in yeah. retrospect saying, that's like, what you thought it was going to look like. But I was like, or maybe you just described it really well. But I was like... Yeah, I think it was my brilliant description. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, I absolutely it loved it. Thank and you. What about the cowbrow? Cowbrow, I have to tell you, I was slightly disappointed by it because you, you can, can see, see his more eyes, of the cow than I thought. You can I see thought. his eyes, but you can't see anything below <laughs> the eyes. You can see a bit of the body. No, but the top of the body, yeah. You can yeah, see the spine going across. I thought it was literally like a, a cow wig oh, sitting see, yeah. on, a, on a wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, I don't think I'm putting this into living room when I You're really much more effective. I do, but I think I, I just try to be good at getting it in my notes on the really? phone. Yeah, well, there you go. So you're more effective at getting it in your notes. You can do it. I mean, not every time, but I don't think it's... I don't think it's a pressing enough problem. So would you, like... So out of interest, would you sort of stop a conversation saying, I just need to write something down? I do sometimes. Do, do you? That. 
wow I need to start doing that <laughs> I like, admire, I mean, it depends who it's your, with <laughs> I do it with a chutzpah <laughs> chutzpah yeah I like the, I like saying chutzpah <laughs> oh I see it was a joke mm. did I just do though, did I it? just do yes that's the joke do you know <laughs> yes that's the joke um, it's a brilliant thing on God. Twitter where you know it's one of these it's like humble brag it's like a retweeted thing where yeah. somebody will make a joke on Twitter yeah the famous one <laughs> well what, one that I remember it's not yeah. really the famous one but Ed Sheeran was on Glastonbury and David Baddiel wrote yeah oh, this is good a busker is managing to headline Glastonbury and someone yeah. wrote underneath no that's Ed Sheeran it's yeah. like yes that's that's the joke yeah um I mean, there's probably better ones than that. You don't seem to have found that that funny, <laughs> but that's fine. Can <laughs> anyway, you explain that? I think. Pardon? Can you explain it to me? I think I just did, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but Ed, Ed Sheeran appeared on last. Ed Sheeran looks like a busker. He doesn't look like a yeah, pop star, right? And someone said, "No, that's Ed Sheeran." Yeah, but he started busking, didn't he? That's how he <laughs> got famous. Yeah, but David Baddiel's joke was, "Oh, look, someone, you know, that's no, a busker from the street." Because yeah, is the joke. He was a busker, Ed Sheeran. No, David Baddiel is not making the point that Ed Sheeran used to be a busker and now he's headlining Glastonbury. So you there was a snidey was... remark about Ed he Sheeran looks like looking a like a busker. He definitely was. I'm not sure. It I'm was. Sure. Well, he was a busker, so he's still that long. I mean, every musician was a busker. <laughs> he famously was a busker because he was like doing stuff busking and on YouTube and that's how like he got really, really famous. <laughs> well you've ruined yes that's a joke but it's well worth looking up okay yeah alright um, but there's nothing worse than being a fan of it yes that's the joke and then accidentally doing it yourself yeah I did it to Bruce the other day my friend okay. Bruce yeah good old Brucey good old Brucey we should have him on should we should have him on probably probably should have him on yeah he was in a double act with famous celebrity yeah Matthew Horn oh yeah who, no, I remember that. I remember that double. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Matt and McKinnon. Yes. Anyway, yeah. Bruce McKinnon. Mm. Um, I did it to him the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I explained I've filmed. his jokes and it was humiliating. <laughs> I didn't realise I'd done it. Go on, caller. There you go. No, I was just going to say, like, I filmed Matt and Bruce in the library. In their um, double act days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sleeping in the library. Why were they sleeping in the library? Because it's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually story. know it. I was asking him to be polite. And for the benefit of the listener. Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, what are we talking about? Um, yeah, so, no, that, I don't think that's going in, Tom. I think you just need to get things down. Well, I, I admire your hood spa, and so I'm going to take a leaf out of your notebook. and uh, Not not steal my notes, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Leaf out of my meta- metaphorical notebook. Indeed. And then just uh, start sort of stopping conversations, so I just need to write this down. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be like have even less friends than I have now fewer friends oh, see I, no I can't stop as bad as the David Frost I can't stop doing that go on then what have you got for me oh me okay it's bad beards oh now to be specific on this I'm yeah. actually talking about I, I imagine you're thinking oh he's talking goatees he's talking Craig David pencil thin I'm actually not talking about <laughs> that I'm talking about Beards like my own beard, which... You haven't got a beard. Oh, well, look, this is it. This is it. Yeah. So, when someone like me is young... Yeah, bragging. They imagine... No, no, the opposite. Okay. I could never grow a full 
bushy beard. Right. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I was at drama school with your wife, Mel. Indeed. And um, that was like bad exposition, wasn't it? She didn't have a beard. We did a play where the director said, I want all the men in this to have beards. And I mean, at the time, I was like 20 or something. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. No chance, and no it chance. was literally like quite embarrassing. To be was like, it? Did you I mean, try and grow one? Well, I mean, I did grow one to the point, but I mean, mm. you know, like, I'm not really growing a beard now. But I haven't okay. shaved in a week, and yeah. you didn't even notice I no. had a beard. Well, it's like so. No, but you haven't got. A, that's not a beard. That's like that's just stubble, isn't it? But this is exactly the kind of anti-bad beard bias yeah. that, that that needs to go into living room one. Needs to go into living room one. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you claim this isn't a beard. It's not a beard. You, you see? Go on. I mean, the, the listener can't obviously see this, but no. I've got basically like, what the max I can do is like a sort of teenager's yeah. beard. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, talk about toxic masculinity. We need to teach young men that it's all right, you might not be able to grow a very impressive beard. But is it bad? So, like, is it? <laughs> what, 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 what do beard? I want to put in? Yeah, what about what? what I don't see what the point of this kind of like halfway beard is. What you don't see the point of your own beard? Yeah, I think. Okay. I, I, why can't I just have a proper man's beard? I mean, I I am forty years old. But I should want, be able to grow a beard. Do you want a man's beard? Yeah, of course. Okay. Like all, you know, like. My friend Martin, like a, who comes up on this podcast all the time, but he had yeah. a proper man's beard when he was about 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm just never going to be able to grow a proper beard that doesn't look So what straggling. happens then if you just leave it if you don't shave? <laughs> um, it won't get much more impressive than this. Really? What, it just... Oh, okay, it maybe it'll get a bit darker. Which is sort of like beard platter. Yeah, it can only get to a certain stage. Really? Yeah. It must... No, that can't be true. I mean, can you, you not see that it's... Thin and like well, it is thin, yeah, but I mean that's only a week, isn't it? So if you let it grow for a couple of months, it must like it must get into not a, really. A what? Of course, it gets that? longer, but it doesn't get thick. That's weird, isn't it? What now? You don't have a, any kind of a beard ever. Well, not at the moment, but I sometimes... no, no, ever. No, I've I never do. seen you with it. I do really? Yeah, I have that sometimes. <laughs> really? After a week's yeah. a week's labour, um, where I haven't had a chance to shave. What I mean, about? I used to shave every day. I don't shave every day at all now. So, cause, why? What know, happened? Um, actually, someone picked picked me up on it. They said just almost exactly what you just said to me. They said you never have a beard. Why? Why? Why are you always clean shaven like that? And um, and I started thinking about it and thinking, yeah, why do I always shave? It was just a habit, really, that I got into. Yeah. It wasn't anything else than that. And so I kind of started growing it occasionally, and I shave less now. What? Wh- when was the last time you had like a full? Man's beard. No, I wouldn't have a man's beard. Why not? Well, I just because I sh- I don't want to like a full but, beard. But why not? Why don't I want a beard? Yeah. Um, um, I think it. Well, generally, are you worried? The point at which I shave my stubble off is the point that it's getting really annoying and then itchy, and ah, yeah. scratchy. So mm-hmm. that's why I wouldn't want a full beard. I think. Also, I think that you know we've reached. I mean, people have said this often, haven't they? It's it's a much. Um, quoted phrase, but we've reached peak beard, I think, and um, <laughs> and uh, with the oh. sort of with the hipster contingent, you know. Did I try and put peak into living room? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Did you not let it in? No. I can't. I can't hear it without deep 
shame really? and embarrassment. Yeah. What f- on behalf of the mm. of the the mm. sailor? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm cool with it, so don't worry about it. Are you worried? Do you ever think um, because you've got a shaved head that if you grew a full beard, people might think your head was on upside down? Ah, it's just like that's kind of <laughs> so offensive. <laughs> And that, yeah, that, that that comes from Only Fools and Horses, doesn't it? That was no, that. it that's was my a, own. It was a famous joke in that. Oh, about get um, bent. <laughs> about the uncle. Um, um, I don't worry about that. No, no. I've seen really. actually, I've seen some really uh, quite good, like thick, full beards with bald heads, and that seems to work quite well sometimes. Well, that's quite a sailor's look. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a um, sailor. Yeah. So you're gonna put you're gonna put my your beard. beard. Well, then well, that's what, just what, like, what annoys me? Hang on a sec. Because you just accused me on the last one of using living room one one for my own purposes, a selfish usage. And if you're just saying, are you gonna put my bad beard in a living room one one? I don't see the point that's what of that. No, no. But then everyone with these bad beards. I know other people with bad beards. Are you saying like, but bad beards as in just a bit of stubble instead of a full beard? Because yeah, those beards are never come to fruition. They're just straggly. Like if you if you tried to grow a full beard and it and it went really straggly and yeah. kind of really bad. Yeah. Then yeah, fair enough. But what you've got at the moment is just like grown out stubble. So and you're so, telling me to kind of come back in a couple of months' time. Yeah. And then you'll reassess if yeah, I definitely, haven't yeah. shaved. Yeah. It'll get too itchy though. <laughs> well, <laughs> either way, it it's not going in, is it? Unfortunately. It's quite harsh this week, isn't it? It's quite a harsh environment. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> possibly. Is that is that me now? I, yeah, it's you, yeah. Okay. I think um, it maybe started with the um, my um, nervousness about doing an impression. <laughs> Got you off on a kind of wobbly foot. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm really glad we never had one though this week. That's really good. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've got one. Go on. Um, it's it's sort of um, it's people who tell you things, yeah, bits of information <laughs> that, and they just make this kind of judgment call that you don't know anything about what they're talking about. Oh, I hate <laughs> this. You know, it comes up quite a lot, doesn't it? That thing of, and they wax sort of with authority, um, <laughs> you know, about this subject, and and it's not like it's not obscure or esoteric information. Yeah. Um, it's it's often information that you know. In an objective point, from an objective, from any objective point of view, you as a person might well have a good chance of knowing what they're talking yeah. about. But they just stick their necks out and take this whole sort of like attitude that, of course, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you everything about this subject. Um, and it just, I don't know. I'm trying to put my finger on like that decision making in that person. Like, what, what are they thinking? Are they thinking? <clears throat> have you come across to them? Like really, sort of ignorant. You know, mm. are they sort of making a, a, a judgment no. that you're really ignorant? Are they just so sort of, no, I don't not, know, in their own <clears> world that yeah. they just think, you know, I'm just going to do this anyway? I mean, is that what it is? It's but, not about you. Okay. It's always about them. I yeah. think, In mm. that kind of a situation. Yeah. So because it's so not. It's a lack of imagination. They can, mm. because they didn't know it before, and now they know it, and they're proud of it, and they want you to know. Yeah, yeah. They can't imagine that you would. They don't. They're not thinking about. They're not really thinking about you. Yeah. They um, you know, they just don't. 
they can't imagine that somebody else might have more knowledge than than them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like well, um, but it also, like, but the thing about you, me, personally. It, you personally, Tom Collinson, <laughs> um, is that you work in the arts, right? But you did a history degree, mm-hmm. so you just telling you about yourself. Yeah, you, you, um, I think you must have a surprising amount of people. People don't expect somebody. Well, then they like are you. making a judgment about me. They are, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it is about me. <laughs> is it yeah. always history stuff? Um, not always history stuff. No, no, no. But it, I suppose it has happened on on that kind of in that area. Oh, yeah. I bet it has. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, if they'd listened to Living Room 101 and heard some of our bad history lessons, they would never have um, <laughs> yeah, no. assumed you They'd didn't know really history. Um, but I think also it's like, I think I do think there must be, in some people who do this, not always, but in some people who do this, they make a judgment about, because I guess in certain some situations, it might be at a, a dinner party or wedding or something like that where you've met someone for the first time. And then, so they've made a, a series of snap judgments. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, and you know, is it... Um, I don't know, is it a kind of northern accent? They kind of go, they, oh. they make a judgment about that, or do they sort of go, as you say, you know, this person works in the arts, so they wouldn't know about kind of history and science or something, like, you know, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I say, it's never kind of that obscure. It's just, and, and actually, you know, when it is obscure and you happen to know about that obscure subject yourself, you sort of tend to flag that and go, oh, yeah, because of that. And you, but this feeling of like, of, of, this feeling of you shouldn't really make this assumption that I don't know about what you're talking about because that knowledge there is not all that, um, you know, obscure. You know Arcane. What I mean? And so it's that, that's what comes into your head because you, you still start questioning, do you think I'm really, like, unknowledgeable and kind of quite a stupid mm, person? Mm. Why have you made, come to that conclusion in such a short period of time? Just so feeling, you, sort of but feeling judged and reduced like that is just really annoying. That really gets my goat. Yes. Um, but does so, it happen to you a lot? <laughs> it has happened to me before because I yeah. know the I know the feeling. I suppose it doesn't happen to me a lot, but you know. Uh, yeah, I do remember once someone saying to me, um, "Well, we're, there, there was a sort of crowd of us, and some of the people there were Australian, and then some some of us were British, and." This lad said at some point um, something about, you know, actually the British Empire did do some pretty bad stuff. Yeah. He was an Australian guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's relevant. But it was literally like, um, why, are you say- why are you saying that? Yeah. Do you honestly think we're the kind of people that think the British Empire was... Yeah, that's a good example. 100% fantastic. It's a good example because like, yeah, we we, yeah. we we know that dude. Um, yeah, I think I've yeah. heard that before as well from um, you know people from other countries who just assume that you're sort of like because you're British, you sort of like just totally ascribe to buy into the thing, buy into the th- the thing of Britishness <laughs> and like of empire was amazing and like mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. we were all like, and our ancestors were all out there forging empire at the expense of everyone else, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's just like so irritating. <laughs> but just being but you're right, like being reduced in any kind of aspect of your character is just irritating. Yeah. I'm sure I do it to people all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, it's probably just the way that we function. Mm. Um, and this is a special kind of thing, I think, because it does kind of kind of ring a bell in your head like ding 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 when mm, it's all, when it happens, mm, you know. And you're like, "Oh, 
it's that thing again. You know? Do you think it might be? Do you, do you feel like it's maybe specific to you? Does it is it a trigger for you, or do I you... get annoyed about it? Like specifically, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is. Um, it's gone a little bit therapy session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, can you have therapy on really hard seats? Um, yeah, you can. It's probably better, isn't it? Yeah, because it keeps you more on your like toes. Keeps everyone awake. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, um, maybe it is me, just me. But I mean, does that? It doesn't get to you then. Oh. No, no, it really annoys me. It if just, people yeah. judging me in any way, it really, really yeah. annoys me. Oh man, it gets to me. I think we need to. But I think I've got a. I don't. I'm never quite sure if I've got a an inferiority complex or a superiority complex. I think they're pretty much the same thing aren't they because you're like you're worried about feeling inferior actually makes you feel kind of superior does that make sense like it, you I kind of so, yeah. the the the, the um, yeah. reaction against you're it right. is a kind of feeling of superiority yeah. it's sort of two sides of the same coin yeah. isn't it but yeah. it's the same kind of thing but I definitely hate anyone yeah you know judging me Oof. I thought you were just going to stop it I just definitely hate anyone <laughs> hate anyone at um, all um, yeah, okay. So this is slightly related. I've got a thing that's slightly related. I'm, well, I was thinking it, it just tri triggered a related thought, which was about when you're on a train or a bus and someone like go, someone behind you, it's really busy, and someone behind you um, goes, oh, excuse me, because they're trying to get off the train or bus. Oh, but you're getting, you're off, getting well. off. You're getting off as well. And you have to say, no, I'm getting off as well. I'm getting off. I'm getting yeah, off. They just just wait until the doors are Why open. do they assume that you're not getting off? <laughs> Why do they assume that no. you're not getting off? It's so similar, isn't it? It is quite similar. Oh, because God. they're just assuming like that you wouldn't be getting off. They're the only one getting off at what, like London Bridge when yeah. everyone gets off the train, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, oh no, I'll be the only one getting off there. Nobody else will be getting off. Yeah. That's why I've got to push my way to the front before we're in the station. And like, you're just assuming, you're assuming that I've actually moved towards the door, made a little kind of, you know, little little parry towards the door. And then now you're see, still kind this of going. is what Living Room 101 is for. Yeah. We've actually found one. We've panned here. We've yeah. been panning. We've been panning for gold. Yeah. There's We've not been much gold this session. <laughs> <laughs> You've just come up with a beautiful little... That has got to go straight in. Straight into living room. Why do you assume no one else is getting off? <laughs> <sighs> I think it might be That's against... the worst thing you could say at an orgy, isn't it? Anyway, go on. <laughs> um, it's about people being in their own bubble and there's no... There's, I've got this other one like... Oh, in, in, when people get on the bus down at North Greenwich, there's this... Pointing at North Greenwich there, weren't you? So you were pointing, I was pointing at it over, yeah, yeah. The, uh, over, the, over the dome, but basically, um, like everyone runs from because you come out oh. of the tube station and they run down the concourse to get to the end stop because the because the bus goes from the end stop. But there's this kind of like I don't ever talk maybe I've talked about this before, but there's this kind of like um, obsession with running, and it's really weird. It's really weird. But everyone's in their own little bubble and they're not seeing the bigger picture because like. They'll run, you'll watch people running, and it's, I mean, I suppose this is kind of almost slightly different to what we talked about before, because I think it's quite a sort of catchy thing. I think people sort of catch this, <laughs> like, like, sort of um, desire to sort of run towards the bus, um, but totally inappropriately, because there's a massive glut of people there trying to get on the bus, which normally takes about 15 minutes 
to load that bus up. And yet still people are running. Like yeah. they're only some of these people who are running, and I'm not kidding you, I've seen them run into that glut from six feet away. They're still <laughs> running. They're still running. And they run past you and they like nudge you as if like, oh look, the bus is about to go. No, there's like a massive crowd of people still waiting to get on. Why are you running? Do you know what? And it's like, but it, they've caught it. They've caught this like virus thing of running. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's people sitting on this. There's a wire bench that that kind of you sit on. You, I mean, it's one of those benches that like is specially designed to really hurt, so you won't sit there for very long. Yeah, Another yeah, thing that yeah, so yeah. tramps won't sleep on it or whatever. Oh yeah. And like, it's one of them benches, so you sort of like everyone's just perched and perched, and then and then like the bus will come in. People will run from that bench. It's about six feet away from the oh, bus. Oh come on! Run. I have to tell you, I saw this phenomenon. Yeah. Phenomena. Phenomenon. Yes. Um, yeah. This evening. Yeah. And I actually. It's mad, isn't it? Had to had to take a step back. I was like, I'm. Thank I'm, God you didn't <coughs> start running. Thank, thank God. I mean, but I mean, it was like it was actually strange because there's actually a lot of bus stops there. Yeah. But everyone was running out yeah. of the tube. It was like a snake of people. Yeah. Running to that one stop, which is the stop Everyone's I needed. What is it about that stop? I don't know. Anyway, I had to take I had to take a five o. Yeah, I, yeah. I heard someone use that expression once. So presume it means take five minutes. But a five o. I had to take a five o. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not related to Hawaii five o, is it? I don't know. Okay. And have a little wander because I thought I cannot get involved in that glut. Did you let the uh, bus go? I did. <gasps> Chris. That is maverick. I know, I know that you feel that was maverick, Tom, but I also have to remind you that I couldn't get here too early because Stan ah, was going to bed. That's true. So I thought, actually, it's all right. I, I didn't have a lot of time. No. But I thought, I can actually wait this one and out. let one go. Yeah, I let one, I let one go in the bus sense. <laughs> in the bus sense, yeah. I didn't, no, I didn't. Um, Gosh. I didn't I love that idea of just letting one go. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> We're not slaves to the buses. They don't rule us. We can we can just let them part depart. But, but but the very fact that you're just imagining the relief of le- letting one go yeah. shows you. I mean, that's the same impulse that makes people run, isn't it? Because they couldn't possibly bear to miss a bus. What do you mean? It's the same. That's the same thing. You were just like, oh, imagine just letting one, letting a bus go. Like oh, the, the relief I've of that. The whole you've thing got it you've, internally. You've, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it hasn't it hasn't actually manifested in. You're a self-loathing in... bus glut runner. No, because it hasn't manifested in in um, manic, inappropriate running. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, it's going on in my head. I agree with you. I need to catch myself on because <laughs> because that could manifest, yeah. couldn't it? Soon, yeah, it I'll could. be running with the best of them. <laughs> I'll be running down that concourse six <laughs> feet away, sprinting <laughs> into the glut of people, fully in there, yeah, bowling in Boom. there. God, thank God, I've made it. <laughs> Thank God I've made it, you know, and then waiting another 15 minutes to get onto the bus. Oh, God. You know. i tell you what I do do, though. I do do. I do do, though. <laughs> what oh, do you do? Oh, God. I think, still think I might sick up some tea. Oh, right. I do. Anyway, I, I always somewhat run to the tube. Yeah. But my thinking with that is I'd rather, like, I hate just missing something. Hang on, hang on. This oh, is crazy talk. So you're you're saying you'll run no matter what for a no. tube, even when you're not late. Listen, listen. Let me be clear. Yes, I'm not. I'm not running full pelt. What I think I mean really is I yeah. don't stand on the escalator. I yeah. do the walk down because I would hate to. Oh, okay. I'd hate to just miss one because I, I was know, just yeah. ch- relaxing. That is the weird. Just thing. relaxing That's on the, the weird escalator. Sensation, isn't it? 
of even when you're not late for anything, you're, they're kind of quickening yeah, as yeah, you approach yeah, the yeah. platform. Think, God, just think of like I arrive and it's just pulling away. Yeah, exactly. I'd be so annoyed. Also, yeah. um, I don't know if I've said this before, but efficiency is my jam. Yeah, and um, I've heard that. it's like standing isn't efficient because you could miss a train it could have a terrible yeah. knock on effect yeah. you must yeah, yeah. it's imperative yeah. that you get down that escalator you get on that platform you're ready to go absolutely I do know how mad that sounds just it is, FYI. It is relatively yeah. yeah are you going to put this into living room 101 what is it I've completely forgotten so it's basically um, the assumption that you don't know about something that people make um, often in a, in a sort of situation where you've just met them and they start so t- telling you about this subject matter and assuming you I'll tell you my issue with putting this in Chris you said this is happening to you and you're I know not listen I'm not saying it's not going in but this is what I think needs to be discussed I'm not sure that the peace doesn't lie within I've done a kind of praying hand gesture you have, there you have. because I think would it not be better not that people stop doing that to you and to me yeah. but that we learn to just not be triggered by it I'm doing the hand gesture again, aren't I? Like a prayer. Um, I find it quite funny, in a way. This happens quite a lot on Living Room 101, you know? doesn't it? And so, yeah. um, it's not it's not making me angry, but it's sort of, um, and I find it just very sort of strange that it's happening. And mm. I do feel that um, if you were to put it into Living Room 101 and people stopped doing it to everyone those people who stop doing it they would be their lives would be improved because you know people would have a much better reaction to them they would you know if they mm. stopped just assuming that people don't know like what they're talking about and yeah. we're, we're just sort of um you know um well you know not assuming that and yeah. do you know what i mean so yeah, I, yeah I do i would be doing them a favor um i also um, wonder probably more than it would be affecting me well I wonder if you'd be you know, doing yourself a bit of a disservice in a sense because is there not su- a certain joy to be had in revealing that you I guess but you sort of I mean don't get me wrong I'm not saying that I mean I sort of find it quite funny but at the same time it, I the kind of unu- the kind of oddness of it the oddness of it sort of makes yeah. me um, kind of question why it's happening you know what I mean yeah 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 I think I'm the kind of person that quite likes uh, bringing people down a peg or two <laughs> so I think it's an opportunity to uh, oh I want to say de-peg no but this is the right. thing because the the big dilemma that you have got yeah is do you say to that person yeah I actually know I know what you're talking about or you you know mm, no, or, no, you, no. or you say something in reply you say something in reply to, to, to tell them to tell them that you you know yeah, obviously you do you know do. what you're talking about yeah but actually I've had this thing where I've decided to do that because I don't often do that you know what I mean I just sort of kind of let them say their piece and um, and then possibly the conversation moves on to something else you know I don't feel the need or that or I don't feel like I have yeah. to tell them yeah yeah I actually you know, know what you're talking about there. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you don't have to tell me that kind of information or whatever. I don't feel the need to do that. But I've got this. I've always got this dilemma. Do I say that? Yeah. Do I tell? Do I let them know that, or, or don't I? You know what I mean? And that's I, kind of the annoying. I, I, bit. That's the annoying bit. I think not okay. just not just the fact of them doing it. I think it's having that dilemma as to well, do I tell them 
you know, because then you're kind of getting into that territory of they might feel really sort of, oh, you know, that they've kind of um, taken a wrong step. But I, I've had probably more mm. often the situation where you'll sort of reveal something in, in reply that you can kind of, you, that you know what they're talking about, and then they'll just carry on. Yeah. Then they'll just carry on telling you. And they haven't even picked up in your reply that you know what they're talking about. They'll still carry on. Yeah. They'll still carry on. And the irritation has doubled down. That is very irritating. I yeah. have to, you know, yeah. Yeah. say yeah. that. Yeah. Like you, you. So you go through the dilemma of saying, "Will I reveal that I know what you're talking about?" Um, in my reply, in 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 a kind of nice way, yeah. not in taking them down yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. In a nice way, so you can possibly then have a better conversation, both contributing to each other's knowledge. Yeah. You no. Know, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've yeah, gone yeah. That and then you've gone a yeah, real no, I conversation. Reveal. I will reveal. Then they just can't carry on pontificating. Yeah. But that's why they're the kind of person that tells you about it in the first place. I guess so. But they're not listening. I think I've intensified it and narrowed it a bit that it's given it a better chance now. No, I think I enjoy revealing, revealing... Really? Idiots to be idiots. But I don't always, do I? No, I'm not putting it in. Okay. Has anything gone in? (laughs) I don't think anything's gone in. It's a harsh environment. It's it's a harsh week. Um, Do we have time? Um, so we're uh, probably coming to the end now, Chris. Well, yeah, so okay, then Tom. we should probably wrap it up. Um, okay, it's been quite harsh, hasn't it? It's, it's been, been quite nothing's gone on. Has anything gone in? No, nothing's gone in. Have it's... we ever had nothing going in? Oh, I think so. I'm quite harsh. Mm, you say that, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, yeah, it's but I think good, good, like in a way, good. I think we've got to the bottom of some stuff. We have. Yeah. I'll tell you what, no, something did go in. The go people on. presuming they're the only person getting off the bus. <gasps> that's really good. Yeah, that that's gone it's in. a really good one. Yeah. This yeah. whole episode has been like panning for gold. Yeah. And um, that was the only yeah, nugget, really. It was the only nugget. Yeah. Um, where were we panning, by the way? Where, where was our chosen location for panning? Um, in this metaphor. <laughs> are we in America or are we in have hills you seen, of Ireland? Um, There's a lot of gold in hills in Ireland. Is there? Apparently. Yeah. What? Still untapped? No, no. What oh, about? You say. said that with like, <laughs> what? Should we just go over there? And, well, I was thinking. And tap into these gold, gold seams of gold. Did you see um, the ballad of Buster Scruggs? No, I didn't. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Coen Brothers thing on Netflix. Okay. It's, it's, it's little, like it's like chapters from a book. It's little separate stories. All right. There's one about a gold prospector. Yeah. And um, he's in the middle of nowhere, and he's mm. found gold. It's really good. Yeah, um, we're in that environment. If you watch it. Um, on that note, Chris, we should probably um, wind up. <laughs> All right then, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right then. See you then. Okay. See you then. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>